This week on Dice Boys. Sublime and Warp Tour, that's just like right of passage right there. <laughs> West Coast, baby. <laughs> you hate to see it. He can, he can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he did. There's a pretty good I can't story imagine even being within like 50 feet of a Sublime concert. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fathom the overall just sheer pain yeah. I would feel. I would oh, like to know like, how many like white a, guy dreads are you going to see like there? A, like one of those like thing, like the lights that kill them. What are those things called? Bug, yeah. bug, bug zapper? zapper? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, like to know the percentage point. of people. Instantly my body it's gonna be a, yeah, It's going to be a wild night here, guys. <laughs> Who of a specific generation, like the percentage of people that have sublime sun tattoos? Oh, my oh, God. Like boy. how many oh of those boy. exist? I'll tell you. <laughs> I wanted one at one point. I swear <laughs> of course you did. Did you really? I'm telling oh, you, man. San Diego. I, that's really brave of you to share. Oh, my God. I, that's why I had to leave. It that's really brave. That's <laughs> why I had to leave. It's <laughs> really brave of you to share that, Brett. Yeah, we're, putting, we're definitely <laughs> going to be hearing that. I want to share something else with you guys. Okay. <laughs> Everyone else. Yeah, I, I can't wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. If there, Whatever's following Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got to okay. be worse somehow. <laughs> Whatever's following your sublime exodus. I'm just going to piggyback off that one. Okay. Please. Piggyback away, Brett. My friend. John, who from San Diego, who mm. always visits, um, uh-huh. yeah, he loves to tell the story and remind me oh. of how one night after a Los Angeles late night rave party that I went to, mm-hmm. she, <laughs> I mean, the I story could end there. Here we go. <laughs> and then I, I give him a call at like three in the morning, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, John, guess where I am?" And he says, "I don't know, Brett. Where are you? I just saw you in Los Angeles like an hour ago." And he's like, "Oh, just smoking a joint on Bradley Knoll's grave." <laughs> He's like, you're in Long Beach right now, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. I, th- thank you, Jim. <laughs> you see, we all just Jared know it. Jared saw the fucking curtain drop on all of our awareness, just like, huh? Oh just God. the blank stares. <laughs> Who of the all fuck of is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I me said, too, man. Perfect ending to a perfect night. Oh <laughs> my god! He loves to tell that story to me. Oh, was that so? <laughs> was this a text message or a phone call? This is a phone call. This man. is a fo- the back this when you call people, people on the phone. I mean, I always call people, but yeah, wow. that was that was oh, a three o'clock god. in the morning phone call. Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here, and holy shit, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Uh, it's about to get buck wild in this place, and I'm so glad you're here with us uh, to experience it. So, as promised, this is the start of our third season, which we are calling The Future Criminals, and uh, I'll just say it, I feel like this is I feel like this is our best season yet, not just in terms of uh, story and gameplay, but also uh, some of the best production and most incredible music we've had so far. Uh, the world's going to get a lot bigger. There's going to be more locations, more NPCs. There'll be some big reveals from stuff that was hinted at in seasons one and two, and uh, and the characters are going to face things they've never quite faced before. Uh, like I said, I'm just 
I'm ins- insanely excited to get into it. So uh, let's do some recap, then get going. Last time, the characters returned from their quest to retrieve the Numos harp, only to be stopped and basically interrogated by Sheriff Sepp, who definitely appeared to know more about each of our heroes than she initially seemed. The interrogation ended with Sheriff Sepp revealing that our heroes were the last ones to see the bard Koskahava alive. The players also hit third level, which meant that uh, Dodge just kept a low profile and further refined his thieving skills. Matthias came to a new understanding of city life and learned some more powerful spells. Alok strengthened his fighting skills as well as his connection with the Numos harp. Uh, Biggle harnessed his paranoia to update the security system at HQ, and he investigated the strange mechanical dragonflies he found in one of Betty's crates at Woestone Hall. And Yon-Yon furthered his studies into the obscure arcane arts, only to be interrupted by a knock at the door of HQ. And that, right there, is where we're going to pick up. So let's all head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. With thunderous drive and origin unknown, the rider crashes on across the land, his visage fixed and crag-like against the sea of speeding, blurring, unchecked scenery, his survey set so far ahead as to impress the thought to lookers-on that, yea, this rider rides to destines and intense, unimagined, marvelous, and far. Indeed, the path he's on is long and fraught. His sinews taut and knuckles white, he grips the reins that run the too small chasm from his ride of curious construction to the daunting mammoth beast who, boulder-like, bears rider and his carriage ever on, betwixt the animal and man a shared, relentless purpose. Two minds, one accord. The deed demands all haste if to be done, and tis no turning back from what's begun. Meanwhile, Yon Yon, boom, 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 boom. Your conversation with Binks is interrupted by a pounding on the front door of the organization of the Black Goblet. A short moment passes, and you hear it again. Boom, 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 boom. A desperate pounding on the front door. Biggle, the door! Don't we pay somebody to get that? It is the middle of the night. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody is here. Boom, 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 boom. Fine, just a second. I gotta put my slippers on. Yeah, I'm not... I don't have any clothes on, actually. <laughs> and then I'll start making my way up. up. I'll naked? put on my rope. Yeah, I'll just oh. be naked, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's my house. Okay. Are you armed? Yeah, I would say I grab my like uh, my wand. Okay, so you grab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say I grab my sniper rifle. I guess. (laughs) So you grab. No, no, I don't grab anything. No, I don't think I don't think this is weird. I'm gonna bring my rocket launcher with me. I don't need my wand. I can still do shit without it. So you're gonna answer the door. This is how we're gonna start season three: is you answering the door naked. Okay. Uh, Yon how many times do I have to see your bare ass? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. As many times as you look. Door pounding. Should we enter the door? Well, I mean, if we want the pounding to stop. Right, I'll walk over and I'll open the door. Okay. Just pushing right past you, shoving into the room, shutting the door behind her. A cloaked. Oh, hello. 
human female with long curly hair coming out from under her cloak. She frantically comes in. Jesus, I'm, I'm so sorry. Is this, is this the organization of the Black Goblet? Uh, yeah. Well, this is a pretty bad time. Oh my goodness. Uh, who are you? Yeah, she doesn't. She sees Yon Yon naked and doesn't know how to react. She turns her head away from you. Yon Yon says, "I'm. I had to come in the night. I didn't want anyone to see me, and clearly, I've disturbed you." Uh, okay, okay. Um, uh, why I don't, don't you? Fo- I, why I don't you follow who me? else to come to? Why don't you follow me into the office and? Uh, yeah, I'll go downstairs and put, put on some, some clothes, clothes. I'll on. Be right back. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put some tea on. Okay, and she takes off her hood, and she's kind of catching her breath. And you can see that if I had to give this person a real-world analog, it would be Jenna Fisher, early episodes of The Office. Pam, but she looks very world-weary, and she looks very tired. She looks like a laborer. You can see dirt on her face. She smells of earth and body odor. She probably hasn't bathed in a while. She says, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I don't know who to come to. I, my husband, he's missing. Who is your husband? His name's Percy. We have a farm in the outskirts of town, and it just it hasn't been a good harvest, and we've been struggling. It's his, his family farm that he inherited, and we both work really hard. We just don't know. I, I'm sorry. Did you say you were going to put some tea on? I need to sit down. Can I sit yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. Sit down. How did you find out about us? Uh, <laughs> and what are you doing here? She says, well, I mean... You've all heard, you're aware of the rumors, right? I mean, everyone in town knows about you now. She looks at you like, like, do you not we know this? We've finally done a little famous. <laughs> like, you... <laughs> yes! Now we can start that super sick rock band we've always wanted to. She says, I mean, you were... You worked with Amadeus. You were the last ones to see the famous bard Koskahava alive and i don't believe the rumors i don't think that you had anything b- bad to do with that i don't know who your husband is if that's what you're asking i hear that we have a reputation but wh- i don't know who that guy is we've never met before we no, didn't touch he... him no no i i'm sorry he was supposed to be back two days ago and i told him i wasn't comfortable with him doing this and he just doing what he took a side job. He was supposed to use our wagon to deliver something, and so he was supposed to meet. He had a contact at the Falconeer. You would know that just from being in the region for a while, the Falconeer, kind of a roadside inn that's a day's journey northward from a cliff tide. So she says he was supposed to meet someone at the Falconeer, someone named Edmund. That name doesn't ring a bell. Do you take sugar in your tea? Yeah, yeah. We I'm always have some on hand because Yan Yan takes four or five cubes. Why do you have to out me like that? <laughs> One would be fine for me. I'm, I'm sorry. My name's Cord- Cordelia. It's wonderful to meet you. I, and what was your name? Yanyan. Yanyan. Those clothes are very... Oh, yes. I went down and changed. And, you know. Yes. Thank you. Very and nice. Now, we established that in fiction that you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she says, thank you for getting dressed. And thank, thank you for letting me in. I just... We exploded in here very intently. Was there, is there something you were running from? or No, I just don't... I didn't want anyone to see me. Why didn't um, you want anybody to see you? I don't think what Percy was doing was above board. 
Now, when you say wasn't above board, what do you mean by that? All I know is he was supposed to transport something, and he was supposed to meet a contact named Edmund. You sure seem to know a lot about it, uh, being all not above board and whatnot. Well, he was trying to keep me out of it. But, but he told you that it was not above board? He didn't say as much, but I gathered it. Okay, so what can we do for you? I was hoping you could find him. <laughs> and she, her eyes kind of water. I don't have anyone to turn to. If the rumors are true, you are all capable of something. I have this, and she pulls out a locket on a chain that she's had clenched in her hand. I pull out a magnifying glass. One of those jeweler eyepieces. Okay, yeah. The appraiser's lens? You do have the appraiser's lens. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, that's what I pull out. It doesn't really take you much to look at this thing and assess that it's not worth much. Maybe 10 gold. Hmm. You have this, huh? I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but we're not really in the rescuing, in, yeah, business. The rescuing business. This isn't what we do here. I don't know what you heard, but is there anything you're not telling us? Is there... She just starts kind I mean, of sobbing. She's... Okay. Okay, sister. Um, <laughs> uh, yon, yon. Um, can we have a moment? Just me and you or you and... Oh, uh, you, you and I, please. Yes. Get me away from these tears. <laughs> Um, can you excuse us for just one moment, please? Just stay where you are. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll, like, walk into, I don't know, uh, I assume there's, like, a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, you, In our you, house. You, you've, <laughs> taken, you've taken her from the front room into the back room, the, mm-hmm. the, the kind of break room with yeah. a small table, and that's yeah. where she's sitting. And so you guys can walk back to the front room. But as you do, as you're in the doorway, between sobs, she just says, Weapons. What's that? He was transporting weapons? I think it was weapons. Ah, so there is more than you know. I think that they were magical and not legal. But I don't know. I don't know. And he's not back, and that's why I'm scared. He should have been back two days ago. Well, I mean, has he ever done anything like this before? I mean, not the magic weapon stuff, but like, you know taken off and no. gallivanted around for a while. No, we work on the farm together, just the two of us. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Yan Yan, I mean, uh, I don't know what to do here. This isn't really our area of expertise. Do you think the guys can handle something like this? We can talk about it with them in the morning. She looks at you, Yan Yan, from across the room. Like, you guys are in the front room. She's in the break room. She looks at you through the doorway. Yon Yon, I don't have anyone else to turn to. Do you know what that feels like? Well, Bigel, you've always been the one that makes these kind of decisions, so I will leave it in your hands. Bigel? Jesus, tugging the heartstrings tonight, huh? (sighs) All right. She's making me make a decision on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Yan Yan, you have to promise me this is the last and only time we will be doing pro bono work. Why are you saying it like I've done this before? (laughs) I can see it in your eyes. Making me make the decisions. Making me get involved with all this mushy emotional stuff. She starts sobbing some more. Fine. We'll do it. 
I don't think anything good is going to come out of this. She, I'm just going to say that on the record. She gets up from her chair. She will take your crappy locket, though. Walks into the room. Walks past you, Yon Yon, not even looking at you. Puts the locket in your hand. And then just reaches down and hugs you, Biggle. Just a big hug. And her tears are just falling onto your head. Onto your bald head. Oh, God. Yep, this is great. looks good on you, Big O. <laughs> this is great. Thank you. Thank you. I, I've had enough now, please. Thank I, you. I, I'm going to tell everyone that you're the best thing that's ever happened to Clifftide. I, everyone. Mm, please, actually, please don't do that. Um, we like to keep a, a little more oh, of a I rugged reputation. I won't tell anyone. It, it, your secret is... I won't tell anyone. I'll say that they're awful people. Just don't say anything at all. I'll say, I won't say we anything. We just don't want everybody thinking that we're a charity. Thank you. You can go now. Okay. Uh, where should we find you? Uh, you can you can come to the farm. It's on the southeast edge of town. It's the Lear Farm. The Lear Farm. Yeah. L-E-E-R? Yeah. Okay. Cordelia Lear. That's my name. We'll see you in the morning. Yep. Thanks for coming in. And uh, it's been great. She looks at you both and says... I can't tell you how happy this makes me. I, I know that you'll find him. I know that you will. And she puts her hood back up and sneaks out the door. You can see she like looks to the right and looks to the left and then very quickly runs off to the left into the darkness. Yanyan, I have a feeling that we just made a really bad choice. It's in my gut and I don't know how to describe it and I feel like something is going to go terribly wrong. Cut to the next morning. The crew shows up. Alok, you're probably the first one there. Good morning, fellers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, hi. Uh, Alok, followed by Matthias, followed by Dodge. Presumably, you guys are already getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got my sun hat, my glasses. And, yeah, my and so uh, Alok, Matthias, Dodge, the three of you walk in and see that the bosses are gearing up for an excursion. Hey, look at you. Where are we going? Yeah, what's all this stuff? Uh, Elok, would you uh, gather the boys in the office? We've got an announcement to make. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no problem. Since you're all standing there in the room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought we were upstairs. My bad. All right, so you guys... <laughs> so you guys all gather in the office, or in the, in, in the break room, essentially. Yeah, what do you say? We're going on a little road trip. Again? We just got back. Well, that's kind of how it goes. Like, you know, we get a job, and then once the job is done, we do another job. Well, I, I knew there'd be jobs, but I thought there'd be a lot of, like, getting to know each other is and middle, hanging is out. Middle, <laughs> is middle management complaining about more work? Wait, I believe that getting to know each complaining? other is kind of uh, part of the times that we have spent with each other already. So, I mean, that's on you if you have not gotten to know any of us, which... I don't care about any of you. If it yeah, matters. I don't know if we need to spend a ton of time on getting to know each other <laughs> shit. I'm I'm a little hung up on this middle management. Uh... Also, what is this job? Like, we, Normally, someone uh, storms into our uh, establishment and we see them and there's like a whole uh, rigmarole about <laughs> what we are going to do. But this is a... a we are going to a place a what? about a, a job. Rigmarole, a what? <laughs> It is an elf thing. You, you understand it. Yon-Yon gets it. You know. Uh, no, actually, um, we have a job. Uh, we're going to be heading north, uh, stopping at an inn, searching for a fellow, and then returning home. It should be uh, e easy as that. That doesn't sound easy at all. 
<laughs> well, how long do you think we'll be gone? I gotta tell L. I didn't know that we'd be going out of town. What well, do you what, what do you expect to do when you show up for work? What did what you think the day was going to be? You just standing around doing nothing? I told Why L. are you here then if you don't want to go with us? Well, I just, I'm all for it. I'm just. Doesn't sound L's, like it. L's. If you don't want to fucking work with us, then don't. No, I do. It's just. And L, I walk over L to you and I rip off that button. <laughs> Does anybody want some eggs? I feel like we should have some eggs before we leave. I, I had some oatmeal already. I'm good to go. I'm going to happily make some eggs in this other room. Yeah, I'll, I'll just... come and eat some of yes, those. Yes, no, totally. Come, come join me. Yeah. It's an egg room. Alok, okay. Alok, are you okay? Look, it just... Elle doesn't know what I do here. She doesn't know that we... She thinks that I'm a salesman. <laughs> oh, so you lied to your wife. <laughs> well, I don't see any reason why she needs to know the details of what we do here. At the cool, Goblet, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad you feel the same way. I just told her we just got back from a sales summit. Well, tell her that you need to go on another sales summit. <laughs> okay, um, can you go with me? I just feel like she'll believe you. Absolutely she doesn't not. believe you? Are, are you, are you no, no. Sh no, I just... It'll make it easier. I'm regretting so many choices that I have made in the last 48 hours. Jesus Christ. I'm happy to go. I'm just saying. You're just saying that you want me to come <laughs> to your house and tell your wife that you're a salesman and that I need to take you on a sales trip. What do we yes. sell? <laughs> she never asked me that. She, I told her it was all boring. She, I'm going to tell you right now. Your wife definitely knows you're lying. Oh no, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> I thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's go. Right now. Okay, so Biggle and Alok head to the Renob Inn, the Renob <laughs> Bed and Breakfast, sorry, uh, to convince Alok's wife that he has to go on another sales summit selling... To be determined. <laughs> TBD, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh the Renob. I, I didn't know you lived here. I haven't been here in ages. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, It's something, right? It is something. Yeah. Um, I play here sometimes in the theater room. I didn't even know they had that still open. Are uh, Daryl and Betsy still running the place? Um, it's Betsy's daughter, but yeah. Was that their names? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I think it is. I think it was anyway. Harold and Bessie. Damn it. So close. Yeah. <sighs> Bessie. Good enough. Oh, well, you know, that was two Bessie's daughter, ago. but yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, too bad. Well, at least it stayed in the family, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't really care, but... Uh, I mean, uh, are you going to show me up, or are we just going to no, stand yeah. outside all day? Yeah, no, um, th it's this one right here. Okay, so you guys take care of that. Meanwhile, Yon Yon, you're in the break room with Dodge and Matthias, who are eating eggs in preparation for... An excursion. I, these these are very shitty eggs. I was just looking for an excuse to leave the room. How you get them to be so watery? I was looking for an excuse to leave the room. I'm sure that you can understand it. If anyone can. I mean, I certainly can. Damn, absolutely. So what's this, this dumbass job we got to do? Go to this uh, <coughs> crappy hotel in the sticks? I was kind of tired, but a woman, she came in last night and just told us that her husband was missing. And that 
We needed to go to the Falconeer, and her husband was transporting magical weapons and oh. hasn't returned home. Ooh. All right, well, you, I was not with you until the very end. What are we looking to do here? I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can acquire these magical items. Like, maybe it will lead to something, but damn. Who would be getting into smuggling magic items around these parts? I'm I mean, I would just same. Who's hornet's nest? Oh, no, the, answer, the answer is very obvious. It Why is no, <laughs> it is anyone who is of the low class that has uh, no way of upward mobility, and someone comes to them and gives them a large sum of money to do a simple we job. Know what smuggling is. The problem is not the magical weapons, the problem is the socio economical class that we have, systems that we have here. I was I was thinking that maybe it might have something to do with Larry. Honestly, was what where my head was. Yeah. And why don't you all give me an insight roll, Matthias? You can make this one with advantage. Uh oh, the terrorist. <laughs> Nat twenty, Matthias. You remember when you were on your way to the Kahava Estate? Your party in the middle of the night was ambushed by orcs. You remember in your tiger form, fighting an orc by yourself in the woods. And when he pulled out his axe, it looked of pristine quality, not orcish build. Despite all of the standard Matthias talking about socioeconomics, I did. There's another possibility that we haven't thought about. What if he was ambushed by, say, orcs on the road? Oh my god, I would love to get those motherfuckers. Hmm. That may be a possibility. They whooped our ass, man. I don't really want to go tangle with you. We weren't prepared for it. (laughs) But this time, shall we whoop the ass? My question is, who is smuggling the weapons? Who is he smuggling them for? I think it was Larry. Potentially. Depends on what if we can find these items and what they look like. How much are we getting paid for this? Uh Uh-oh. Uh... <laughs> Watching Trevor, standard, man, standard, the player, stand, uh, manifest standard, standardized pay, which would be. I mean, I don't feel like we've ever really been. You guys have been privy to that. Never really locked that one down. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I don't. Right. So the old classic uh, standard, undefined standard. Yeah, yeah but pay, if, which if we, we about getting, like we are paid a veg. And he is responsible for the veg, right, so you know it's on his. It's on him if he doesn't get paid anything from this job. That is true. Yeah, I feel like we're also sitting pretty. We got a couple job job money in the bank. You, yeah, we, you guys playing. did come back with a shit ton of money. We, yeah, we are going to get paid, trip. and if we don't get paid, we fucking revolt <laughs> <laughs> and kill this weak wizard man. Oh, you talking about you and weak me? Weak wizard man? What was that? All right, all right. Now I catch. I've watched you die so many times. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. I saved Yo, you many times. You watched me die, have you? And I'm standing here before you. This uh, the point stands. I mean, we, I, I'm I'm happy to have you as an employer as long as you pay me. I think this is sh- fair. Yeah, that's what we agreed to. Yeah, no. Okay. It's at, in the terms. At this, uh, Biggle and Alok return from a. Um, tense but successful engagement with uh, Alok's wife. Plus, Biggle gave a convincing argument that I'm the secret weapon and that they need to take me on all their business nope. trips. Didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope Yanyan filled you all in on the details. Uh, I would suggest 
Ain't no details. You know, man. packing up for a couple of days' journey, Zipper? and we should be back in uh, no time. They were very scant. Um, can I ask if anybody here has done any type of search and rescue or woodland tracking? Uh, I don't before? think we have time for these sorts of questions. Uh, yeah. I suggest woodland tracking. Yes, search and rescue. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, my question is: if, Have you ever known that type of experience to take one or two days? Absolutely. Like I said, not. I should take about two days, and uh, I I suggest yeah. you should just prepare whatever you need to go, and uh, okay, and uh, I'll get the cart ready. Where's the fire, boss? I, I don't. I I can't hear you. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go. Now I am of the opinion that that we should be as ostentatious as possible with our magical items, because if they were assaulted on the road, this might lead to. Percy Lear. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, if there was an ambush on the road and he was carrying magical weapons, maybe if we are more See, ostentatious this is what I'm talking about. magical this, weapons. This is why we gotta stop. We gotta take it slow here for a second because last time we got ambushed on the road by these orcs, they kicked our asses. So if this job is the plan for this is just to go out there and get our asses kicked in the woods again, I'm probably just gonna uh, chill here instead. Nobody has a plan to go get their asses kicked in the woods. I don't know. Listen, this is this is <laughs> why, why I wanted to keep the plan for that. This is why I don't tell you pertinent information in regards to our plan because you always run to conclusions and you make extreme judgments, and none of you can be trusted. Ugh, I'm getting myself worked up. I mean, again. this is that obviously sounds like how a... we got our shit stolen in the first place. So, I mean, why should we trust him? Yeah, it sounds like a really bad excuse for a piss poor management style, if you ask me. All right. Once again, I am being thrown under the fire, thrown onto the fire. <laughs> and as the expression goes, I just have to say, I really don't appreciate this from you guys because <laughs> I have tried. Many times to put myself out there for you all. I've tried to build relationships with Alok and his family. I've welcomed you. I've welcomed you all into my home. I cooked you breakfast. I've let you stay under my roof. We're trying to build a pool in the backyard. Now listen here, boss. You don't have and to you get guys all. You have questioned me at every step of the way. You don't have to get all worked up about it. I mean, you just all you're doing is asking us to risk our life and limb for this shitty job that ain't going to pay anything. So you know, I don't think it's out of line for me to Wait, ask wh- a couple questions. What do you not pay I anything? Look at all the things you have. For you to assume that there's no payment now. Now what? Well, now <laughs> some of the details have yet to be worked out, but that doesn't mean that no payment will be received. All yeah, right. What, well, what do you want, Dosh? What do you I want, want the paid? goddamn pertinent information. Well, Man. we have to go to the inn and get it. So, if so, there isn't any. If <laughs> we want to continue to waste our time here bickering over nonsense, and you guys are all too scared to join us on this adventure, then just stay here and all right, we'll find someone up. else to go. Here's what it is: you're paying for my room. Excuse me. You're paying for the room. What room? <laughs> At the <laughs> inn, man. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't sleeping out in the woods on this one. If you want me to come with, you're paying for the goddamn room at this shitty inn that we're going well, to. Well, I mean, first of all, that all depends food. whether or not we need to stay there overnight. So I think you're getting ahead of yourself. I here. don't think so, man. I have done search and rescue before, my friend. Fine. Fine. Well, if that's what you want. 
We will pay for the fucking room. All right, great. Let's great. go. Cool. Can Does I, anybody else want anything while we're just <laughs> handing out favors? <laughs> go to your fucking wife's house. Pay for your fucking room. What do you want? <laughs> I would like a per diem if I do not use the room. Uh, if I do sleep in the room, absolutely I would like at least not. A per diem. No, because oh, this is the same thing. No, 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 no. And then it's fucking traveling costs, and it's up to ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> You don't sleep in the room. That's your choice. <laughs> then I will take the fucking room. Great. And you're not allowed to sleep in the bed as a tiger, okay? But it would be so cuddly. No. <laughs> They'll charge us extra for the cleaning fees, and you'll probably rip the sheets. No, that's fair. That's 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 absolutely fair. No, I cannot uh, accept any blame for what I do as a tiger. So, and you, yeah, no. no, you don't even open your mouth. You get no other requests from us. Well, don't even think about where it. Where am I going to stay? You can stay in the goddamn cart. What? <laughs> stay in the cart. Would you rather stay here? Yes. <laughs> now, I do believe that you have a sales conference to go to. So if you are in town, this is going to get very complicated. Funny, very funny, good. funny. No, I'm just saying from logistics, if your wife sees you, you're in big trouble. Well, yeah. So you're coming with us. I'm not staying in the cart. I can bunk with oh God, you. I'll fucking pay for everybody's rooms if we can just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you're okay. paying for the rooms. Okay. All right. We have so. the same bank account, Big <laughs> We absolutely do not. <laughs> <laughs> with that somewhat resolved, you have your sundries gathered, and uh, you begin heading out of town. It's mid-morning, mid to late morning. Heading north out of town, it's very evident that fall has arrived. The sky is gray. All the foliage has begun to take on a sort of orange gold autumnal tone. Every traveler you pass on the Coastway Road is bundling themselves up against the wind, which has kind of abandoned its warming summer charm and now promises only to grow more embittered with cold. And the road follows the natural curvature of the land winding back and forth, uphill and down at times, providing stunning views of the Golden Sea off to the west, and at other times sending you too far eastward amidst the rolling coastal hills. At times you can see the, the meager impressions of wagon wheels branching out off of the coastway road and heading towards small cottages and humble little farms that periodically nestle into the landscape, almost like almost like little frightened rabbits just hoping to not get noticed. These little farms just nestled in. And eventually, after traveling through the morning and into the afternoon, in the bulk of the afternoon, um, you come to a point where a more pronounced road leads eastward. And at this junction is a wooden signpost that's faded gray from time and weather. Three arrows are kind of precariously attached to the post. One points back south where you came from and says Clifftide. Uh, one points up north up the coastway road and says Port of Legs. And one points east saying the Falconeer.
after only a few minutes on this road, this eastward road, you follow the sign that points to the falconer, or falconer. You can see what must be your destination, rising slowly up behind a hill. Uh, a rather large two-story manor made from massive logs with a red shingled roof and a round stoned chimney that is just kind of contentedly wafting smoke into the fall sky. You can also see what looks like some smaller accompanying buildings peeking out from behind the main manor. Most notably, um, between you and the manor is what looks like kind of rising skeletal framework of a future building. Um, and even at this distance where uh, people and animals are just kind of tiny splotches of color, uh, you can nevertheless hear the sounds of hammering, echoing off the surrounding landscape. Eastward, past this locale, the road seems to disappear into the forested hills, just up into the mountains. Yeah, so you guys make your way toward this manor. I want everyone to give me a perception roll as you do so. And as you hear this hammering, just echoing, hammering and sawing, just echoing out. 13. 13. 13? 6. 6 for Biggle. 17. 17 for Yon Yon. 10. 10 for Alok. 14. 14. So you all are heading toward the manor, and you're getting closer and closer to where you can see these workers up uh, on these timbers, building out the framework of a future building. And there's a foundation being dug down of stone, and they all kind of give you a, give you a glance as you're coming through, but and a few of them linger on you, Yon Yon, just because of your eclectic look. Yes, yeah, the way you're dressed, essentially. Mm-hmm. But but they've seen they've seen enough travelers to come, coming through here. They don't really linger too much. And as you're coming closer to the manor, Yon Yon, you look off in the distance, and uh, you kind of look off to your right, southward, across the rolling hills in these fields, and you see what looks like a a human running. They just way, way off in the distance. A human running in, uh, running along the hills. This person is holding a giant pole that is sticking up into the air. And then it has a crossbar coming, coming across the top. And it's sticking up like six or eight feet above this person. And they're just running through the hills with this big, tall pole with this crossbar on it. This is like capital T. Yeah, yeah, essentially. As you get closer to the manor, you see, you can smell the smoke from the fire wafting into the air. Coming up to the, coming up to the manor, you see there's, there is a wooden deck that lines the front of this building, and the windows are all yellow tobacco stained and fogged from time and grease and dust and they have a wooden crisscross frame that's holding in the glass panes, and there are uh, hitching posts lined up in front of this dock, or uh, this deck 
that goes across the front of the manor, and there are all uh, all kinds of horses and pony, multiple horses and ponies, hitched up to hitching posts, drinking from stone. What is it? An urn? Not an urn. Uh, just a watering trough. Trough. Thank, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Trough. Uh, <laughs> drinking from watering troughs, and uh, some of them have like uh, a traveling pack stuff laid across them. As you come up to the front, uh, you see that to the right side of this building is a big courtyard. In the back of the courtyard is a barn that appears to be, its second story appears to be attached to second story of this main manor. Like a skyway? Yeah, exactly. Like a skyway. And you could you could nice. literally walk under it to back behind the manor. And then there is a small cottage on the far side of this courtyard. And in the center of the courtyard is a well. And there is a woman in a thick leather apron who is pulling water up from the well. But she's doing it using mage hand. And she seems very flustered as she's doing this. And you guys kind of step up onto the creaky wooden steps and sitting on the front deck of this manor on a bench right by the front door, uh, there are two benches flanking the front door and one of them is occupied by a very old woman and a young boy who is about 10. And he has a huge tome in his lap. It looks like he is maybe taking notes in the tome. You're not really sure and he's, he's just kind of like, biting his lip and biting his tongue and looking at you guys and flipping through the pages and taking what looks like he's taking notes or underlining something or scribbling in it. You're not really sure. The old woman sees you all and the young boy looks at you all and as you come up and the old woman just <laughs> the throat push all of it. Yeah, the throat push all of it. I'm sorry? And she just <laughs> Okay, I'm a little boy. What are you writing there? <laughs> Would you like some candy? <laughs> uh, and no, he, we're not doing that. He just, he looks at, he stops and he looks at you wide-eyed and looks at your hat. Just wide-eyed and joyous and then starts scribbling in the book. This is kind of freaking me out. <laughs> Hey, can we go inside? Or? Okay. Uh, hello? So you open the doors. Anybody? <laughs> you open the doors to this manor, and it is a huge open room. And you can see in the back of this room is a balcony. In front of that balcony is a huge hearth fireplace, big stone fireplace that rises up to this chimney that you saw from outside. And there are big, thick, dark wooden beams crisscrossing, big trusses crisscrossing this big open ceiling. And off to your right is a bar with a female human that's wiping down the bar and tending to it. There's an old human sitting at the bar in a very nice white dust-stained suit sitting at the bar, sipping a whiskey, and he's got a big white beard, curly mustache. And there's tons of people in this place. There are tables in the center. You can hear dice rolling and laughing coming from the balcony up above. You uh, you can see there is a, in the 
left immediate left corner as you walk in there is a what looks like a dwarf just passed out at a table with a half drank mug it's also sitting at the bar is another dwarf there's a group of humans sitting at a table in the center in front of the fireplace are two elves that are sitting smoking pipes and talking is there like a hostess or something like that that we could um well you see uh that there's the the bartender and then you also see that there's a a younger female human that is taking empty glasses delivering drinks delivering food and walking I'm around gonna, like wave to them yeah uh, she says ah uh, yes uh come to the falconer please have a seat wherever you like Anywhere is fine. Yes, wherever you like. Please welcome. Yes, Dobro Pozolovit. Yeah, welcome. What? <laughs> Please, wherever you like. Okay, I. Hey, just pick a place. Can I put this stuff down? I mean, yeah. What do you want me to do? She's already walked off. Uh, yeah. Well, why don't? Well, I'll check us in, and then you know we can go take our stuff to the room, and then. You know, then we can eat or whatever. Yeah, that sounds great. Can you hold that stuff for a little bit <laughs> yeah, longer? Yeah, I can hold it. Okay. So, yeah, you see uh, there are four. Um, there are a couple small tables by the front windows, small two-person tables by the front windows. And you can see there's a stairway in the back right corner that leads up to this balcony uh, along the side of the the fireplace or the okay. chimney roller. And uh, there are four huge round tables in the center of the room. One of them is taken up by this halfling family. Another one is taken up by what looks like maybe local workers. And they're laughing. One of them is telling a story, and the rest of them are just, ah! <laughs> and then you hear more laughing coming from upstairs, echoing down. And the place just has this rich, deep smell of rich tobacco and the fireplace and smoked meats coming from some kitchen behind you don't know where presumably on the other side of this fireplace so yeah you guys can take one of these big tables in the middle of the room this place has piqued my interest and i would like to find somewhere to observe like the whole of the room like a table within uh like maybe upstairs or maybe just like a good leaning spot on the balcony yeah you think that so the bar to your right kind of goes down the side and then curves around. Um, so it's an L-shaped bar. Sitting at the corner of that L is this old human, but you feel like you could maybe go all the way to the end of the shorter part of the L to get a view of the room. Otherwise, you could go up into the balcony and maybe lean on the rail of the balcony. You can see, looking up, you can see the rail of this balcony and you can see that there's a table where people look like they're playing a game. There's a... Doing something. I'm going to go check uh, that out. Okay. Yeah. So you can head upstairs to that and see what's going on there. Uh, I'm, the sorry, buddy. Going uh, I'm going to go to the bar and get us some drinks. Um, what, what What do you guys like? I'll just take an ale. You're fine? Uh, I would take a glass of water, maybe? I would take a Yes. Water would be wonderful, but a, a glass of wine. There was all those was bugs you ate in the forest. I told you that it was all going to come back. It's rough on the throat. Yeah. No, you're very correct. Nico? Well, I don't fancy bugs in the forest, but if you could see uh, if they have any soup on, that would be delightful. Oh, I'm sure they'll bring menus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, laminated menus. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that, that's just like Fuddruckers or something. <laughs> Fuddruckers where you make your own burger? <laughs> I know. That's, that's a self-help <laughs> place. <laughs> but they, I don't know. Worst business model ever, yeah. by the way. 
Yeah, I'll just want to walk up to the guy at the bar that had like that nice jacket who's like cleaning it. Uh, no, that was a patron sitting there drinking a whiskey. Okay, yeah, that's who I want to um, sit next to or okay. be by, I guess. Yeah. What are the rest of you doing? A-lock? Matthias? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for him to get my drink. Okay, so you uh, presumably A-lock, you and Matthias, you grab one of these tables yeah. with Biggle. Yeah, I'm also looking to see if I can find like a innkeeper or something like like somebody to talk to about getting our stuff taken care of. Okay. I'm yeah, you would stuff. you would I mean you you guys have this is kind of how things work in this world. You usually walk up to the 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 bartender oh, kind okay. of got serves it, got it, got as got it, got it. the innkeeper as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also kind of want to just be scanning the room for anything that looks that anyone who's acting aggressive something like that. Okay. I'm definitely looking for the person, like the the folks who are here permanently versus the travelers. Like, who's here mm-hmm. working on the stuff and has been here for a while versus who is just passing through? Okay, I'm just gonna go around the table, deal with these one at a time. So, Dodge, you walk up the stairs, and as soon as you do, the back wall of the balcony is lined with booths, and you can see all the way off to your right is a doorway that leads presumably to this kind of. Um, uh, what did you, what'd you call it, Aaron? The, the, the uh, walkway that sky bridge. Oh, sky bridge. Yeah. That yeah, nice. th- this doorway that leads to the sky bridge. Yeah, thank you. I was uh, gonna say air air passage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, uh, there's just a line of booths along along the back wall, and there's uh, there are two big round tables up here as well that are closer to the railing of the of the balcony, and there are four people sit at, seated at one of the big round tables. Um, there is a big female half-orc, a human clad in leather armor, a dwarf who is looks like he's three sheets to the wind, even for a dwarf, frothy beer in his beard, and he's just chuckling un- unendingly, and a halfling who's just mad at everyone at the table. And it looks like they're playing some sort of dice game, and there's coins and money involved. But you also notice sitting in the corner booth at the top, Looks like a hooded wood elf. Cool. Biggle. Mm-hmm. You. Uh, I'm making my way to a table. Okay, so you go to the table that uh, Alok and Matthias yeah, have grabbed. You I'm guys kind of all set your stuff down. And the yeah. halfling family looks at you all and smiles. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to them. Sure, yeah. Not out of disrespect. I just not. I'm not. I'm thinking about eating right now. Okay, yeah. So I'm looking around to see what everybody else is eating. Mm-hmm. If there's something that looks good. Uh, I really want some hot soup and preferably in a giant bread bowl. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So the halfling family actually Yum. is all looks like right. they're eating not a soup, but something that's more stew. Than Even soup. better. Yeah. Even better. Um, I'm smelling it. Yeah. My senses, my traveling senses are dulling down and I'm starting to like loosen up and warm up into the space. Great. So yeah, you're, you got your sights set on that. Yon, yon. You walk up uh, to the bar, and this female human that has uh, short, curly hair, she's rather stout. It's graying at the temples, and um, it bits of the tops of her curls. She's wiping down the bar and cleaning some glasses, and she says, Ah, Dobropozolovic, welcome to the Falconer. What, what is that? The, what you just said there, the beginning part. Dobropozolovic. Yeah, what is that? Yes, this is how we say welcome. Oh. Welcome to the Falconer. Now that's cute. And you see, as you get closer to the bar, 
um, next to the shelves of liquor, there's a small little section of all these pieces of paper that are tacked to the wall. And it looks like pages from a book that have been torn out. But on top of the text of the pages, and the text has been faded over time, the ink from these texts has been faded. And that fading is made more and more pronounced by the fact that on top of these pages are these very hastily drawn charcoal sketches of various people. Above it is a sign that says, Wall of Infamy. Is that all done by the, the boy outside? She says, Oh, yes, this my nephew, Mitya. He draw all this. Yes. Hmm. People come and go, and he draw a picture. Um, he probably have a picture of you with your fancy hat. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm. Yes. <laughs> what can I get for you? Um, we were hoping to get some rooms. Uh, some oh, beverages. we only have one room left. Oh, that's many people on. traveling to port. Do you know why? Do you not know why? No. This. Oh, it's uh, the, the, the a current delegation coming. Big celebration. Many people, many the, the delegation coming to the port. Big gift coming to them. What gift is that? It is mystery. I we guess do that's not know. The gift. <laughs> we are giving Cesorian people meeting with the Corin delegation to give them gift. <laughs> Bring countries together. So you were telling me that there were a lot of travelers. Um, do you, if you heard anybody say anything about some orcs, we noticed some tracks on our way here, and we grew quite scared. I have not. No, this is not. Oh, okay. what? The fancy dressed human with the big white beard and the big white curly bushy mustache, holding this whiskey, and you can hear the ice jingling around in his glass. He says, I say, I say, I say, I don't never seen no orc, but I say I no, did not want to see no orc. And I would tell you, be very careful, I say. This town is just full of characters. Um, we will take that room, um, two waters, an ale, and some soup if you have it. But I have one last thing to ask you. Do you have like a log for when people stay at the inn, like signatures or anything of that nature? This is a very odd question. Yes. Yes, we can. I'm willing to pay. She says, let me get food and drink for you. Okay. You seem as though you have a question beyond log. I've been in business a long time. I'm sure you have. <laughs> we'll be right over there. Yeah. And a burst of laughter comes from the middle of the room near where Matthias, you, and Alok and Biggle are sitting. You hear these, what, Matthias, uh, you, you already, you're, you're looking around the room trying to ascertain who's a traveler and who's a local. Mm -hmm. These guys are definitely locals. One of them's telling a story that these other ones are laughing at, apparently. And you hear him say, no, it was a great beast. I heard, I heard it came up. He was traveling so fast and I heard the carriage was floating. It was a floating carriage. That's, I'm telling you, it was a giant beast, and he was traveling north on a floating, no wheels. And they're all just laughing. No, I'm telling you, it was, he was heading north on the, I heard it, I heard it from, I heard it happen. And they're all just laughing. 
Big old beast. Big old grayish white thing with six legs. And they all just laugh. Oh, no, I'm telling you. Just six legs and a floating carriage with no wheels. Hey, look, it seems very obvious that, that these people are locals um, by their lack of intelligence and their <laughs> wild stories. Should I engage with them? See what they know? No, I... Um... They seem like idiots. Yeah, I, I feel I feel smarter than them. <laughs> Good God! Would you like to engage with them? <laughs> they're, they're obviously locals. We uh, we could get some local flavor. See if they know who's come and go. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah, go, come <laughs> come with me. We will uh, engage them. Um, should we buy them alcohol? Is that a common custom in this area? Should we um? Maybe like put it on the tab. We should I've, do I've that. heard of I've heard of people putting things on the tab. We could do that, yeah. Oh, we. Oh, it seems that we should have an outlandish story to tell them. That should ingratiate ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, which one are you gonna tell? I mean, we we have very landish stories, like when we fought a uh, you know, all manners of uh, evil people in towers and dealt with uh, large armed people. Um. <laughs> We could uh, modify that for the audience. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, oh, yes. Totally. Let's go. <laughs> let's go visit that. Uh, hello, uh, fine patrons of this establishment. Um, you, and you, you say all... their their faces are dirty and they're swe- they're they're a little sweaty and, and and greasy, but they're just having a good time sitting all together. And they're like, so hey, tell- hey, how's it going? Yeah. So tell me more about this uh, this floating carriage that you saw. Is and that they all? all just start laughing, and he's like, "Oh no, I told you!" I listen, listen, partner. I'm telling you, I saw. Well, I didn't see it, but it was. Um, I heard tell. An associate of yours, yes. No, please no, no, continue. No, no, I heard tell that there was a rider riding on a strange contraption, a floating contraption with no wheels. Just floating along the land, pulled by a big goat-like creature with six legs and a horn on his face. Oh, this is a fantastic story. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, we, yeah, and all the other all the other guys start laughing too, and they they slap they slap you, Alok, on the side. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, God, can you believe this guy? <laughs> We too have had some very strange interactions in the world. Yeah, and uh, and he says, uh, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man, that strange happenings going on. Very strange. strange. We we saw a man who was normal sized man with an arm the size of a giant, and they all stopped. It was bigger than bigger than this big. It was this big. It's a very large arm." <laughs> I love all the physical acting you guys are doing for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we're getting the character. Yeah, Come on. they can tell uh, by my voice how big it is. <laughs> um, oh God, it just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, and they all, they all, uh, they all kind of stop as you guys are saying this, and they look at you kind of wide-eyed, and then one of them at the table just goes, <laughs> and they all just start bursting into laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the best part. I was a rat at the times that I saw it. And they all just <laughs> laugh even harder. Uh, Dodge, up on the balcony. 
Um, <clears throat> this cowled. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit across from them. Okay, so you sit in a booth. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. The human m- man. Yeah. In the leather armor, takes note of you. Okay. You see. You see. He kind of locks eyes with you out of the corner of his eye. Give him a little hat, invisible hat tip. He gives you a nod. Uh, and then you just hear the rolling of dice on the table, and oh! all everyone bursts out, and this little halfling says, "No, you fucking cheats! You fucking cheats! You! I'm telling you, this is not. This is rigged. This is rigged." And he pulls out a knife. Oh shit! How close am I to him? Um, you're about ten feet away. Uh, you're sitting in a booth. Feel the squeak of the. Well, I want to sit final. across, like in the same booth as the guy with the hood on. Oh, you want to? Okay, like you want to sit, sit across from them in the booth. The wood elf, yes, who's female, okay, uh, is kind of uh, kitty corner from where they are in the balcony. If the balcony is a long, thin rectangle, yeah, I'm just. She's heading... at the top of the stairs in a booth. Yeah, I'm not worried about a bar fight. I'm just heading over there. Yeah, the. The human man still gives you the nod. He sees yeah. you coming in. And the wood elf, as you sit down, says, I'm sorry this booth is occupied. I'm sorry. I just need I need uh, two minutes. I won't say anything. Just And her face is kind of covered like, in shadow from this. I'm like looking over my shoulder furtively as I... Okay. Trying to act like somebody is she's got a, me She's got a glass on the table. It looks like some sort of liquor. And she just kind of spins the glass on the table. And you can hear it rattle on the table. And she rubs her finger around the rim of it. Looks at it. Then looks out from under her cowl at you. Says, you look like you have something you need. Uh, uh, well, not from you specifically, but I just need it. I just need to hang out here for a couple seconds until, uh, you know, everything's cleared up. You know what I'm saying? There are plenty of other booths. Uh, I think this is the best one. For the circumstances. I'm sure you understand. Are you expecting somebody? I'm sorry. She spins her glass some more and looks at it. And says, So you're traveling northward then? Listen, I'm only going to be here for a couple minutes. It's not, I mean, we don't have to get too deep into it. I just need, I keep looking over my shoulder this whole time. She slams her drink down and says, well, I guess I need a refresher. Listen, just uh, why don't you hang out there for a second, just a couple more minutes, and uh, I'll buy your next drink. You put your hand out to stop her drink? Yeah. All right, give me a dex roll. Oh, God. That's a nat 20. Hell yeah. Okay, you move your hand away just in time as a dagger (laughs) falls where where it would have been in between your fingers. Can I use my nat 20 to not move my hand in such a way that the dagger lands on the table between my fingers? Sure, if that's what you want. Yeah. I can let you use your nat 20 to know that it was going to... Just to like, or just slide my hand over Mm -hmm. a tiny bit. And I'm just going to look at her. Just a couple minutes. I'm not asking much. That remains to be seen. Does she sit back down? Uh, she does, but she stares at you. Listen, let's say I was headed north. What would be in store for me? Well, presumably you're going because of the Akoran delegation. 
Let's say that I am. This is a milestone moment for the Sisorian continent. I don't care about all that. Let's say I have other reasons. Then those reasons are yours. No business of mine. Couldn't have said it better myself. What might be in store for me? What's the road like? You ought to know. Two days. Any type of trouble? It's the Coastway Road. There's no trouble. Other than what you make for yourself. And she looks at her dagger. Hey, listen now. You pulled that out, not me. You invited it. Well, I guess... human incessant. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for everything. And uh, tell Larry I said hi. And I'll just get up and walk away. She looks at you very confused. Sweet. <laughs> you just go start peppering that one in there trying to find somebody. Yeah. So uh, till later, I say hi. Yon Yon at the table uh, or at the bar, the bartender says, I will have your food for you shortly, but um, please have a seat. Enjoy yourself here at the Falconer. I, 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 I mean, I have, yeah, yeah, I will. Over, I'll be right over there. And the, uh, the old guy at the bar next to you, he says, I say, I say, enjoy yourself, sir. Have yourself whiskey here. I've been enjoying this for uh, the last two days. Um, it's a good place to sit. And <laughs> I'll tell you, sir, this is a good place to sit and I take in. I slowly start inching away from Okay. Uh. <laughs> Lots of travelers coming and going. And he takes a big sip. I'm saying lots of travelers. I uh, make my way over to where uh, Biggle and everybody is at. Okay, the at the table. Sorry, guys. Um, bad news. There was only one room. Well, how big's the room? I didn't ask. Well, that's fine. I, as long as I'm sleeping inside, that's fine. Great. Did you find any information or anything? Uh, we were just talking to this guy. Um, well, well, they raise their they raise their glasses up to you. This yes, table, just locals sharing stories. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, um, guys, we uh, we just we um, <laughs> I'm a bit of a musician. Uh, this is embarrassing. Um, uh, one you're time... talking to the locals here <laughs> yeah. when you say this. Okay. Yeah, they all oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> just kind of yeah. Have a good. <laughs> Have a good day. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, and they just kind of try and turn their backs to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you next time. You hear a f- fracas from up on the balcony and voices yelling. This halfling that was up there, Dodge, that you had seen, is his voice is just echoing off the rafters as he's yelling about cheats. He comes stomping down the stairs. Everyone's kind of stopped and looked at this scene as he's just yelled and fucking cheats i swear to god i'll fucking stab someone he looks at you dodge and he uh-huh. says what the fuck are you looking at and then just walks past you right back oh. at you feller he stops and he says what'd you say let's fucking go dude <laughs> i take my hey. dagger out he says, with that ugly thing, you couldn't you couldn't stab a p- 
pig, you idiot. The lady behind the bar says, no, 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 please, no more. And the guy, the old guy at the bar says, I said, I said, I'll jump in there and smack you, sir. Please sit down and respect these gentlemen who have just arrived at this lovely um, establishment. <laughs> soup? No, he's taking a big, big old sip of whiskey. Uh, Say, hey, we can go outside and do an experiment if you want to find out about that. Says, Fuck you, man. And he walks out. Peace. Is everybody just... Uh, That's walking. my friend over there. Yeah, and... and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Are just kind of a drunk now? It's just no. kind of a moment of like still of stillness and then everything goes back to how it was. You hear the dice rolling going, you hear the conversation from the two L's at the fireplace, you you hear the uh, the halfling families talking, the locals are talking, the drunk dwarf is snoring in the corner. What do you guys do? I mean, I, w- I would like to get back to our, back to our friends here. Yeah. Is it, is it, this was a fun time. Yeah, Chaz was great. I finished my soup, slammed my beer, let out a huge burp, uh, and then I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go talk to some people. And as you say that, this old human sits at the table. This, He's got this, like, it's basically like the fantasy equivalent of a white three-piece suit. Old school, southern-looking thing. But it's I... covered in traveling dust. I immediately get up and go back to the other table with the workers. Okay. They raise their glasses to you, and they're like, Oh, <laughs> rat boy. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Um, welcome, I guess. I don't know. Rat boy. <laughs> so you got any more cool stories? So, no. So we, we've entered this uh, mine. This is abandoned mine. And yeah. On our travels, oh, no. I'm sure everyone wants to hear about this story. We got assaulted by some orcs. Do you have any experience with orcs on the road? And they all kind of stop and say, Really? No. That sounds awful. I mean, it, it, it was quite comical. They took all of our shit. They had a, <laughs> uh, an orb of blood that shot things at us and stole our life. No, it was, it was pretty fantastic. They all just kind of sink their faces down into their drinks and just kind of, oh, Jesus. All right, because uh, this was... I, I thought that you were... Uh, cool. Folks that were about a, a good story. <laughs> you guys were cool. I, I, I thought you guys this, could party. You could talk about this. blood orbs and shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 one of them was just... Cr- one of them's crying. <laughs> Another one's just starts sweating profusely. <laughs> Another guy jump, has a coughing fit. All right, someone's gonna drop blood orb on you. Uh, I thought that pussies. was going to be a, a great piece to add to the conversation, but uh, yeah, y'all have a wonderful evening. So that uh, yeah, this old human sits down at the table and says, "Ah, said, I never seen a hat like that, sir." And I have seen some fancy hats, I say. Thank you. Is, is that something that I can do for you? or <laughs> I couldn't help but overhear that <clears throat> you were uh, looking for folk to talk to, and I have been sitting for some time at this bar. Oh, wonderful. I, I mean, be... were you just waiting for someone to come up there? Or... Um, <laughs> I have said I have been drinking for some time (laughs) what have you been drinking pal it seems like it has been for a pretty long time either that 
or it's some pretty strong stuff. Could be a bit of both. I've been here for a couple days now, heading north. Word for the festivities at the Port of Legs, just to see. Uh, Where are you heading from? Well, I came from my estate just north of Gold... uh, Where's my estate? I came from my estate, sir. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, you know, we came from our estate as well. Cheers Uh, to your (laughs) estate and mine. Hear, hear. You guys want to get a new table? And he kind of clinks the... What brings you... There might be some information in this broken old record. We'll give it a couple more tries. Uh, Well, we came up here... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we were looking for a fella. Uh, we heard he might be hanging around here. Um, you know, he... The he, fella with the eye patch. Excuse me? The fella with the eye patch that met the fella with the curly red hair. Uh, nefarious looking folk. I seen him. I dumb now, seen him. The wait, one who was the nefarious one? The eye patch guy or the curly hair guy? The eye patch guy. I said the curly haired man. Rewind. You said curly red hair? Yes. That, that woman had red hair, right? They're not, They're not brother sister. and sister. <laughs> They're not related. That's how marriage works in this world. You <laughs> marry somebody with the same type. Well, of you know, hair I do remember. You, your hair becomes the same. I'm yeah. trying. Okay, a new third type. <laughs> I I do find it interesting that this far into it, you guys have no understanding of what Percy looks like. You never thought to ask. But I was going to bring that up, but I figured it was, was having a fit. Okay. So uh, he says uh, uh, we're looking for a fellow by the name of Percy. Uh, does that name ring a bell? Ah, dude. Um, I do not know, sir. I do know that um, the curly-haired fella showed up with a wagon <clears throat> with a picture of an apple. Picture I thought of an apple strange. Doesn't really make any sense to me. Well, it you know, said a lot Lear of people on would the be... side of the wagon. It said what? Lear, mm. which I thought was a statement of how he would kind of leer. But maybe not so much. But it did say Lear. Okay, back to the guy. Um, back to the guy. I think the you're sidetracking here a little <laughs> bit. But um, it's like when a record skips. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, you know, it's kind of weird that you would just pop over here and say like, "Hey, I know the guy you're looking for. Uh, what's your deal, man?" <laughs> you not interested in the local gossip? I will take my drink. Oh no 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 no! Let me t- uh, let me rewind. Okay, <laughs> I'm very interested in the local gossip. In fact, that's one of my favorite things. But uh, you know, I just like to know a little bit about who I'm chatting with. And you don't really know very much about me. I don't really know very much about you. You know, maybe he says, uh, "My apologies." Sir, uh, the drink has taken my uh, formalities away from me. My name is Clem Samuelson Esquire. <clears throat> Pleased to meet your acquaintance, I said. That's quite a title. Uh, my name's Big Ol' Goodbyes. 
<laughs> Mr. Goodbyes, I, uh, I mean, you, uh, I'm as- aspiring to greater things. You seem but. a gentleman of refinement and uh, the utmost civility, and for that, <clears throat> I thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Did, did you happen to see where these these two nefarious characters went? Well. Or have uh, you seen them mis- around lately? Uh, Mr. Hatman, sir, and I did not see that, um, but I did uh, while I was taking a break to smoke my uh, pipe. Mm. I did hear that they were heading to the Touchstone Mill, and they took off on the Lear Apple wagon, empty as it were. Em- empty, you say? To the to the mill. To the Touchstone Mill, they said. The abandoned mill up the street. Up in the hills. Then why do you think they would go up to an abandoned mill with an empty wagon? That doesn't make any sense. Indeed it does not, sir. And at this, I think I must leave you, as what I have imbibed has taken better control of my innards. And he uh, rushes outside. Okay, well, well, I mean, I guess we go up to... We got a connection. Yeah. This is kind of fun. Yeah, I feel like we're doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I remember this, though. We should be taking notes because people could be giving us misinformation here, and we're definitely going to want to cross-reference our data. That's something I learned back in school. I've never used it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I take notes. I mean, did you get that? I got it. Okay, great. I didn't want to have to. Okay, do that. so uh, <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Did you get that? I uh, got it. <laughs> I'll just try to kind of get everybody together. I guess how I'll like walk. Okay, so you, you know, guys. I all assume we all sit back at the table. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just scanning the room. You guys really crushed it with trying to communicate with people. With, with the locals. Ball, with the yeah, local. so you watch this old man run out they the front suck. door. Yeah. Uh, you're all around the table. And the only leave you have at this point is that is what this old drunk has given you. Which is that someone with curly red hair driving a wagon that said Lear on the side which you know to be Percy's last name, met up with someone with an eye patch. And they got on the wagon and they headed toward the Touchstone Mill, an old abandoned mill in the hills just east of here. And so sitting around the table with that information in hand, what do you all decide to do? So it sounds like a pretty uh, open and shut case. You know, all we got to do is go up to the mill and find this guy and then we can head back home. Are you kidding me, man? We got eye patches and shit going on. <laughs> you just added like two days onto this thing with the eye patch. Well, we don't have to be hasty. You How know? many reconnaissance missions have you done? What? How many reconnaissance missions have you done? I mean, you know, a bunch. I'm just talking about the general entry. You know, you got different types of <laughs> situations <laughs> coming up. Like, you know, if there's a lot of brush and it's hard to move around, that's that's one type of situation going to add on some days. You got Mr. Eyepatch Man coming in and doing his squirrely shit. Nobody knows what he's doing. 
Yeah, you know, I, that's a lot of entry. That that's adding a couple days too. Some days for sure. <laughs> that's the same thing. That's yeah. just the same thing as like having to cut through all the dense weeds and whatnot. So some some pieces of this story that seemed uh, rainy or too something. obvious for uh, our consumption. Um, that there was a, an empty cart with the name Lear on the side. Did you offer that name to them before? Nope, didn't say that. So he just said there's an empty cart with yep. Lear on the side yep. going to an abandoned mill. And something about an apple. That sounds a lot like a trap. I don't know. I, I, convince me if I'm wrong, but Dodge, does that sound like a well, trap I mean, to Yanya you? Well, I mean, Yanya and I were talking about this already, about getting more information, cross-referencing the data. You know, we got that stuff under control, okay? Oh. You guys don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Oh, the problem okay. is that if you're going in, <laughs> okay. that you're not the one that's going in first, okay? It's us that's going to have to deal with the consequences if it is a trap. Listen, and you always think that I don't have your back, you know? I well, It doesn't you matter guys. if you have my back if the door blows up in my face. And so <laughs> we're just going to trust this ancient drunk who was in this, he was now outside vomiting his brains out? Listen, what part of cross-referencing the data did you not understand? I think we should follow Most this drunk and see where he ends up. That's a good idea. At least that is a evening. good idea. Dodge. This is what we pay Let's you go. for. Let's go take Let's care Let's follow of this drunk and yeah. figure out where he goes. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys are doing a great job utilizing the skill sets that we have hired you to All right, I'm out pursue. of here. <laughs> okay. You walk outside. You don't see him anywhere. And that's going to do it for this week. So, a missing person mission has led our heroes to an inn full of strange characters. But is everything as simple as it seems? Who here is hiding something? What unknown dangers lurk in the shadows waiting to catch our heroes by surprise? And who is this writer that is barreling forth? To find out, join us next time in episode two of The Future Criminals. Thanks again for being here with us, everyone. Uh, we had a, a nice hefty session to get things kicked off and like i said before i just can't wait for y'all to hear where it goes from here because uh, it's it's gonna get bananas in the meantime just a reminder to leave us a review if you haven't done so already just just take two minutes and help spread the word we really really appreciate it also uh, you can find us on instagram at dice boys podcast it's a great way to get in touch with us as well as to see some absolutely incredible art that people are doing based on this show just unbelievable stuff um we always love hearing from y'all so so don't hesitate to reach out to us as always thanks to the band beach party for letting us use their song carelessly defined off their album broken machine you can find their music at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com and of course thanks to you yes you not just for listening but for doing your thing too keep it up don't stop and remember the right play is the fun play <laughs>